As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. A lot of things happened today, and they were all great, and they were all thrilling, and they were all dramatic. Too bad we couldn't have had a victory that meant a pennant, but that will come. Sure as God made green apples, someday the Chicago Cubs are going to be in the World Series, and maybe sooner than we think. From WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. And thank you for staying up late for Sound Off. Are you kidding me? A 6-6 overtime tie? I could have made those kicks like 19 yards off the post, like a 28-yarder shanked left. Both kickers. I played soccer for 10 years. I could kick it through those uprights. Both kickers shanked game-winning kicks. Unbelievable. Sound off live. The lines are now open. Hot topic. The Cubs win the pennant. First World Series in 71 years. How did it feel? Who do you think of? Will the Cubs clear their next hurdle and win the whole thing? Sound off at 515-282-9010. Cubs fans waited a lifetime to see it, and not everyone made it. The Cubs in the World Series. Forget goats, real and imagined. Let go of scapegoats, too, like the unfairly maligned Steve Bartman. The Cubs have the best team in baseball. It took 71 years, but they made it back. Sure, there are young Cubs fans like my son Colin, who recently said, Dad, I've been a Cubs fan since I was two. In 10 years, they've never played the World Series. The eternal waits are what triggered tears all over Iowa. My wife Jenny cried for her grandpa Clark. Clark put the diehard and diehard Cubs fan, but did not live to see this moment. My final conversation with Clark was about the Cubs. Des Moines' Stuart George did not make it either. But Norwalk's Sue George visited her grandfather's grave to share the moment. How many times has that played out today? 92-year-old Bert Doran did live to see the Cubs reach the series. Blinded by shrapnel at Iwo Jima, Bert listens to every Cubs game on the radio, fought cancer, and keeps having surgeries in part because Bert doesn't want to die before the Cubs win it all. Dorothy Farrell captured that feeling with a t-shirt, just one before I die. If you're not a Cubs fan, you may find all this over the top, but let's get some perspective. The last time the Cubs reached the series 
World War II had just ended. Jackie Robinson was still two years from breaking the color barrier. It was an all-white World Series. The last time the Cubs won the World Series, radio stations and television sets did not exist. The Titanic would still be built, sank, and rediscovered. Harry Carey would be born, live, and die. So let's pour one out for the diehards who did not live to see this moment. And for those who did, tip of the cap, you waited a long time. Keith, I am not a Cubs fan, but I'll admit watching all the celebration last night, mm, that was good stuff. The Hawkeyes have played five games at Kinnick Stadium this year. They've lost three. The loss Saturday to Wisconsin went exactly as I thought it would. Low scoring game where the Badgers would make more plays on offense to win. I think if Kirk Ferentz had a do-over, he'd go for it on fourth and five in the fourth quarter when Iowa was trailing by eight. With just five minutes left in the game, a field goal does nothing in that situation. You need a touchdown and a two-point conversion to get the game to overtime. That was a mistake by Ferentz, especially when your offense had been stuffed all afternoon. The regression of C.J. Beathard is puzzling. Beathard looks tentative and nothing like the All-Big Ten quarterback from a year ago. Now, it's certainly not all Beathard's fault. The passing game is painful to watch, and that has to do with the lack of talent at wide receiver. Honest question, ask yourself this. How many of Iowa's receivers would start for another Big Ten school? Some of this lack of offense falls squarely on the shoulders of Greg Davis. The job of an offensive coordinator is to make adjustments, mix it up, draw up new routes that fit your receivers, find ways to get them open, be creative. I haven't seen any of that. It's the same play calling game after game. Bottom line is this, eight games into the season, it's time for Hawkeye fans to accept what this team is. Average at best. With four games left, I think they win at most two, but they could lose all four. Six and six looks mighty possible. Now your time to sound off. Let's get it started with Brian in West Des Moines. Brian, what did it mean when you saw the Cubs win the pennant? Remember to turn your television down when you're on hold, but Brian, if you can hear me, what did it mean to see the Cubs win? Man. That's a rough start. Mm. JT the Nut knows how to do it. JT, talk about the Cubs, if you would, sir. Oh, man, many, how many times I told people to do that and they never listened. Man, it was <laughs> awesome. I, I, unfortunately, of all the nights I had to work, Saturday night was one of them, but I got done with work just in time to see the uh, top of the ninth inning and watch that. Oh, my God, I, I, I still can't even believe it. I got my DVR. I've only made it through two innings, but, man, just uh, this team is just incredible. There's been a couple times I just thought they were done, and I'm sure it was probably better for my psyche last night that I wasn't watching the game because I might have had a heart attack. So <laughs> Remember, JT, this team was shut out in back-to-back games, down two games to one, and there was panic, and then we saw the best team in baseball show up and leave no doubt. Yeah, and that's the thing is there's people like just giving up on Facebook, and if you guys know me, and a lot of people do. I'm not the most positive person on the planet. When I'm having to talk to people off the ledge, that's really saying something. And it's kind of funny. I, I'm part of the season take the holder group, and I had to get to game eight of the playoffs to be able to have a chance to go to Wrigley again and had to go to six. And, man, it, the heartbreak that started and all the heart-wrenching moments early on was worth it. 
Oh my God, I just, I can't even imagine this is actually happening. And I mean, I just, I'm almost expecting as soon as the last out of the Cubs are about to win out, my guys are going to be like, you know what, it's time for the apocalypse, you guys are done. Oh, look, look at this Keith, What is going on in the... This All video right, is JT, fantastic. JT, that was a great call, but what is going on in the clubhouse? Uh, maybe Who's a little, in the Speedos? Maybe a little bit too much fun, John. Um, wow, Jared with a thought on the Wisconsin-Iowa football game, which also gets us out of the Speedo video. Jared? Hi, do you, do you think Wisconsin could beat Iowa? Could Wisconsin beat Iowa? Could they beat Alabama? No, no, I don't think Wisconsin I don't think anybody beat can beat Alabama no. right now. They're the may, best team in the maybe country. Michigan. I don't know, but uh, Wisconsin's good. Wisconsin played the Ohio State tough, really played yeah. Michigan tough. Defense is really good, uh, and of course, play. Actually, John, when if you're a Hawkeye fan and you're being honest, this game shouldn't have been this close. I mean, w- w- it should have been about thirty to to nine. I mean, it, Wisconsin, you, you saw fumbled on the one yard yeah. line. Uh, they had some bad penalties and, and stuff like that, but they could have blown it open. Props to the Hawks for hanging in there and, and having kind of a chance at the end. It's time for twins with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Chris in Des Moines says, Noel, the bold Cubs tattoo He's looking guy. good now. He's looking better. He looks like Hall of Famer Dan Fouts. Old Spice, are these guys twins? Pretty good. That is pretty good. Guys, something about us. We have this weird love affair with numbers, especially big ones. Well, here's one number that we need to pry our fingers off of. Here comes What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Justin writes, I cried last night for the first time because of sports. I've waited my whole life to know that feeling. Still one last step. Scott writes, I dislike the Cubs maybe more than Bryce Miller dislikes Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> yeah, that much. So go Cleveland. That's a lot. Hmm. Uh, Kinnick Stadium will soon have a new $90 million renovation. But it won't have room for 70,000 fans, and that's what's bugging Andy. Guys, Kinnick Stadium is getting some much-needed renovations to its north end zone. Now, when I say much-needed, I say it in the tone that we reserve for things that actually are not much-needed at all. I mean, it's a football stadium, and it's at a school that has no problem filling that stadium as it is. But... This is sport at its highest level here in Iowa, and we're always ready to throw more and more of our disposable income its way. The north end zone at Kinnick truly needs renovating. I mean, with its cramped seats and single concourse, it's more outdated than the bathroom at your grandparents' house. You know, the one with the carpeting and the matching drinking cup that hasn't been used since the 70s. But of all the changes that are planned for the North End Zone, there's one that's just getting way too much attention at this point. Athletics Director Gary Barta admits, with a rather heavy heart, that the wider aisles and premium seating in the new end zone will reduce its overall capacity and thus drop Kinnick's capacity to below 70,000 people. Well, excuse me if I sound like a distracted priest listening to someone confessing to sticking gum under a desk, but so what? I mean, that's a number. 
We've memorized it, but it's a number that means absolutely nothing. It's not a bragging point. Kinnick is just the seventh largest stadium in the Big Ten, and it won't fall below that level. And even if it did, I repeat, so what? A stadium's capacity is a silly bragging point. There are 17 college stadiums that hold more people than the largest NFL stadium. And no one would argue that that makes the college stadiums better. If you need more seats to accommodate fans like, say, Nebraska has in the past, then by all means, have a stadium that seats 90,000 people. But if you've ever been to a game at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, you know that that giant braggadocious number also means long lines, log jams in the hallways and staircases, and bleacher seats that are marked to accommodate the butts of 12-year-old boys, and that's it. 70,585, that, that's a big number, but it's not special, and it doesn't come with a dollar sign. Premium seats and more concessions do. Now, once the renovation is finished and the newness of the improvements has worn off, then fans can revisit their feelings about capacity. And if it's still bothering them, they can make their feelings heard the next time around. After all, <laughs> it won't be too long before the East stands need attention because, you know, that's the thing about renovations. They look nice, and then they make the rest of your place look old and tired, like, well, like the carpeted bathroom. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Stand by, we're going to the rhino cam. Ooh. A magnificent 80-pound black rhino born at the Blank Park Zoo. The black rhino, John, is an endangered species. My goodness, that is a beautiful rhino, Keith. How, how big will that calf get? About 3,000 pounds, John. Wow, wow. Yeah. John, what do you get when you cross an elephant with a rhino? What? Elephino. The rhino cam available at <laughs> blankparkzoo.com. <laughs> or WHOTV.com. Halloween can be fun, but not if you go pumpkin spice crazy. Who's in your five next? Then your live phone calls at 515-282-9010. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. When really good things happen, people always say things like, I must be dreaming. I truly checked my phone first thing this morning to make sure the Cubs really did win last night. Confirming this at 5.30 a.m. felt almost as good as it did last night. 107 is the magic number now. That's from Ken Pink. Brad Wright's Rose Bowl curse. You see Stanford's year? Just lost to Colorado 10 to 5. Who's in your five top? Pumpkin spice yucks. Are these real? All actual pumpkin spice products. This trend is out of control. Number five, Pringles chips. Disgusting. Yuck. Number four, pumpkin spice yogurt. No, thank you. Number three, pumpkin spice Cheerios. Yeah. Ruins breakfast. Number two, pumpkin oh, spice Oreos. God. Come on, who get would, it off the screen. Who would pick these? But the worst of pumpkin spice, extra. Chewing gum. What? That sounds awful. Uh, to Christian puke. in Cary, Illinois. Uh, Christian, what about the Cubs? Just amazing to see what the Cubs can do this year. Been a fan my whole life, and see all the people, all the old people that have been Cubs fans their whole lives, and have never even lived to see the Cubs go to a World Series, and to watch it finally happen, it's unbelievable. 
and it, especially it, it really is. Kerry, do you worry at all that there's uh, too much celebration of just getting to the World Series? There's still work to do? or you, What do you think of that? Yeah, there's still so much that has to happen. They still have to go out and beat Kluber in game one, and they can't basically celebrate and kind of, you know, lose it. I think these. Uh, thank you, Kerry. I think these uh, players can handle it, though, John. I don't think they're, they're over-celebrating. I think they're ready to get back after it, and they'll win the World Series. They're loose every game. But I, I, one thing I will say, I think people are underestimating the, the Indians a little bit. They've been on a run. Because the Cubs are the story. They are yep. the story this year. But the Indians, they man, they are solid God. all the way around. They have pitching. They can hit. They, and they, they have a great bullpen as well. Martin is in Des Moines. Martin Cubs is the hot topic. Yeah, because it's a hot topic. I've been a Cubs fan since I was a little kid. And just just the way the Cubs are playing this year, I mean, their offense, we thought we were back against the wall, and we come out fighting. We come out with ten runs, eight runs. I mean, it's just amazing how everybody counted us out against the – Against the Giants, against the Dodgers, you know, and we come back and won. And it's just amazing. I've been a Cubs fan since I was a little kid, and I just can't believe this. Well, congratulations, and get ready for more because Man, the Cubs gonna be fun aren't week. done yet. And the Cubs are young with some guys that aren't going anywhere. This team should be good for a long time. Oh, we're back to this. Oh, no. Let's <laughs> let's go to the next oh, video. Man. Bob Bowlesby says no Big 12 expansion. Can you imagine Bob? Bo Never mind. Uh, no. John and I face off whether that's truly a good thing. That's coming up next. Sound off at WHOTV.com. Is there any other football program in the country that can go from being on top of the college football world to completely imploding whenever they have an opportunity to seize momentum like Iowa does? Time to move on from this trash and move on to the trash that will be Iowa basketball. A bitter Ryan and Joaquin. Man, just a positive email. These problems Iowa is dealing with now are the same issues that we see every year under Ferentz. Receivers can't get open, can't protect the quarterback, bad kickoff coverage, can't defend the pass and poor tackling. That from Shirley. Keith, time for face off, which is the name we give to my weekly schooling of you. Whatever. The Big 12 spent many months and who knows how much money listening to schools all but beg for a chance to join the conference. And the Big 12 added none, zero, zip, zilch. That's just dumb. Why is it dumb? Why buy the flowers if you're not going on the date? Because you ended up satisfied with the one you're with? No, no, no. Fox and ESPN scared the Big 12 into staying pat, and it makes no sense. You're either growing or dying. What would make no sense is adding schools for the sake of adding schools. I won't argue the Big 12 looks rudderless. It does. But that's optics. Doesn't mean staying 10 teams isn't best. I'd rather see Iowa State play each team once in football and twice in basketball than try to look forward to a November showdown with... Cincinnati. But again, Oklahoma and Texas appear to call all the shots. And Iowa State Athletic Director Jamie Pollard delivered a wake-up call for Cyclone fans on KXNO Radio. Without Texas and Oklahoma, Iowa State plays in the Mountain West. Even if true, why say that? It makes the conference look weak. Because some Cyclone fans needed to hear it, John. Should have expanded. Maybe. But most importantly, should have listened to the athletic directors to begin with and then not let this play out publicly. 
A big thank you to the Iowa High School Athletic Association for eliminating Blowout Wednesday. Ooh, Three games in 10 days is too much in the post-CTE era. It is. And most of the first round playoff games were brutal. Agree. 4A had to shed around, but what about small schools where two 8-1 teams are on the outside looking in? That's unfortunate, but those teams still had a chance to win their divisions and lock it up. I'm sure some teams have valid arguments, but none of those teams were left out after an undefeated season. Win all your games. Asking a lot. I mean, tweaks may be needed. Win all your games? Yeah, agree. Maybe even 24 teams per class with buys for district winners, but so far less is better. Overrated, underrated, overrated presidential debates as intelligent discourse that helps people choose a candidate for president. Underrated presidential debates as can't look away. Entertaining train wreck reality TV mudslinging. Yeah, that's kind of a, a good description there. That kind of does it here. Oh. Just kind of feeling it in in the air. Let's get back to, to phone calls. Uh, Jerry is in Grimes. Jerry, we uh, sixty second sound off. One thought from each of you. Just rooting for the Cubs. As a longtime Red Sox fan, I have an inkling of what the Cubs fans have gone through. Yes, uh, the Red Sox waited a long time too, but not this long. Look mm. at the line for tickets, which average around four thousand dollars for the games at Wrigley. Jeez. Dallas in Ames. Dallas Cubs. Uh, how you doing, Keith? Hey. Uh, to be honest, I want both teams to win the World Series because uh, Todd's like kissing his sister. Yeah, I couldn't follow that. He's uh, still but, partying at Wrigley, man, it sounds way like. to go. Keep up the party. James in Des Moines with uh, the Vikings, who are no longer undefeated. There are no undefeated teams left. The Dolphins are popping champagne. Hey, back to the same party. You've got a Vikings look terrible today. You've got Sam Bradford just needs to take a dub, guys. It's official. It's after midnight, and you can tell. People are drunk. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off send off. The Cubs win the pennant. It's true.